0: Hey guys, welcome to the Brisbane Broncos 2023 team preview, a team that finished in regular season in ninth place on the ladder, they lost 5 of their last 6 games on the back of Pat Carrigan's hip, drop suspension, I'm pretty excited about this one, Patty. welcome back buddy Thanks, mate. Yeah, let's uh, let's rip into the Broncos, mate. We've got my boy 2023 gains, Reese Walsh. I love it. He's in <laughs> right. Jesse Arthur's. He returns from a loan deal for the Warriors. What a loan deal that was. Jock Madden from the Tigers. Tyson Smoothie, the Queensland Cup Player of the Year. He comes on a development contract. 2023 losses. Brenco, leader of the Dolphins. David Le- David Mead retired. Tamari Martin, Warriors. Ryan James, he also retired. Tyson Gamble to the Knights and Zach Hosking, a very good player to the Penrith Panthers. But what do you reckon, Pat? Like, they go into the season. I know they've the signed Walshie, but those post-Origin Blues, because starting from Origin to the back end of the season, they only won four of their last 11 games.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to imagine. They were in the top four. They were cruising. Everyone thought, here we go. And then it all just capitulated. Um, and you actually mentioned it off the top. Like, when Carrigan left, that, that was it. It was all over. Like, they just became a bunch of headless chickens.
0: Mate, remember with, like, what, six weeks ago, they went into Parramatta, spanked Parramatta at Para, and then in the last, second last season, second last game of the season, they lost by 50 of the same team on their home turf. Mate,
1: it was, um, yeah, it was horrific for them. It was the, that loss to the Tigers. It just signaled the beginning of the end for them.
0: Yeah. Now, we're going to go through our studs, duds, cashies, bounce back, and trap city tonight, but thinking about trap city and i can't believe we're talking about we're gonna put him in the studs and before we get to him mate Payne haas all these off-field distractions is starting to get really concerning
1: yeah i mean it's just so it's so funny we're just talking about it and i can't believe that we've had to put him into this category because he's just such a gun he's so fantasy relevant but it's actually just another year of just some more drama which is taking away his focus like he's off He's off training this week, or you know they've meant to just go back and he's off training. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing as well is that he's he's kind of said, "Oh, I'm going to see my contract out," but that's still something that's hanging over his head. I don't think he was happy with how that's yep. being handled. So there's a lot going on with him. Um, and yeah, I just think you avoid for round one. But there's any chance? There's every chance he will still end up in your team. But I just don't have confidence for round one.
0: Yeah, why don't we just hit the stud button? We'll talk about him straight off the bat because Paynehouse at 809k, break even at 56 as we both mentioned. Fantasy-relevant helle- as hell, but it's just one of those things, if you're going to spend 800k for your round one team, with all the drama that is happening, he's a young man, right? Think about yourself. Like, what is he, like 23 or something? Like, he's very, very young. Think about all the the different issues he has to deal with at the moment, the stress and what might must be coming on the young man. Like, for me, we know that he's fantasy-relevant, but it's just you need everyone on the park, especially with these buys.
1: Yeah, exactly. He's, um, yeah, just just taking a look. He's 20, so 24 mm. years old, yeah, it's a lot. Like, it's a lot to put on a young man. And, you know, he's also kind of had to carry that team. Like, there's been so much pressure on him as well in, in terms of his footballing ability. Um, and I just think that at 800K... There are are other options. Like, if you wanted to spend that kind of money in your middle, I think there are other options. Like, you and me were just talking about Tino before. So, Mm. I feel that you can spend that money elsewhere and just see how Payne takes the season on.
0: Yeah, with Broncos having a round 16 buy, I know that, you know, origin happens in round 13. So, the real buy is probably in round 13 because the origin players will miss those games anyway. The guy I would straight swap to is Patrick Carrigan. I think it will be Carrigan season. I think no Kobe Heverington, the news on TC Rabadi. You know, he does average 60 minutes. I think that's going to be upped to about 65. He's going to have to carry this team for the start of the season because he's a leader. Remember that little sh- – uh, the mic that they did, the mic up yes. they did on Fox Sports, just showing his leadership skills and the way – super impressive. Probably was the origin. For me, did he end up getting the origin player of the year? Because well, I think he was. He destroyed himself. Yeah, so
1: yeah, he got the player of the series. Yeah. Mate, he <clears throat> he is one of my favourite players. Love Paddy Carr- Carrigan. I was – um, what was – you mentioned leadership there. I was listening to an interview with uh, Seabold and he was just kind of making mention that at the time, obviously 2020 was uh, just a really bad year for, for Seabold, he was under fire yeah. and he was getting a lot of pressure because he made Pat Carrigan the captain and he's kind of like, well, now you look at the decision and it's like, well, yeah, obviously Pat Carrigan's a captain because you can see the leadership and he said that even then when he was a young young bloke, you could just see he had all the qualities needed to lead a team and um, and very fantasy relevant. Like not only does he get into his work, loves the, loves the tackles. He just really gets involved and can bend the line. He's returned from the ACL last year. Like NRL physio was saying, I've never seen anything like this. Like first year back, and he was just Mate,
0: tearing it up. I was just about to bring it up that we haven't even seen his second year post. Oh. So you think about his performance is going to pick up this year. You also see his numbers. <clears throat> excuse me, pre and post origin, oh. and you see obviously with him having a huge origin season, I think that took a little bit out of him. Yeah. So I think it's a perfect opportunity. To get on the front foot, pick him up early into round 13, ride it, and then sell him out. And I think he'll pick you up a, like, I'm projecting him high. What do we got a projection? we got 58 to, 56 to 58 on our, projections here, Paddy, and I think that's quite fair. Yeah. I wouldn't even surprise you if he hit 60, man.
1: Yeah, I agree, man. I'm fully on board the Carrigan train.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, get on board Paddy Carrigan at 716k, a break-even of 49. Even with a break-even of 49, we expect him to make a little bit of cash, and I think he would be just a secure pick because you can always captain him when you if you went the Cleary mm. or the Heinz uh, route. I guess you've got that second guy that you can rely on, especially because the Sharks and Penrith both have an early buy. So yep. I think it's a good good little pick up there, man. 100%. All right, man. let's go to my man. Here we go. I'll hit it for you, mate. I'll make love to you, like you won't need to. And I'll hold you tight. I'll, the night. I'll make love to you when you want me to. All right, so. I can't even, I'm clearing my throat throat) throat) Getting hot and heavy, I can see it Way too hot and heavy (laughs) Now Reese Walsh, 529k, I've been waiting all day to actually do this one Break even at 37, very high. Only highly owned at the moment at 20%. So, Patty, do you want to take it away first or do you want me to Mate, sell I'll, you?
1: I want you to sell me, right? Like, you've been in love with this guy for like 12 months now. Mate, I've, <laughs> got to- I've got narratives.
0: I've got narratives. Hit me. Well, for starters, he's in a way better team. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Like, you think about the two halves he's about to pair up with, with Reynolds and Ma'am. They're a quality pair. And it just, with Adam Reynolds steering the ship around. People think that he's going to lose a lot of kicking. Ezra Mann was actually talking the other day in an interview about Recy Walsh doing all the left side kicking. So maybe that 130 average metres maybe doesn't shrink that much. He's got a great boot on him, Recy Walsh. True. Think about the middle of the field with Carrigan, Haas, Capo and Flegler. I think I'd rather be playing behind that pack than the Warriors pack. And probably the biggest thing is the amount of tries that the Warriors bombed last year because of the likes of DWZ, Montoya, Vailia and Pompey Look at his outside backs this year. Cobo, Staggs, Farnworth, and our man, Oatsy. Mate, they can, mate he's, everything's, his try-scoring average was 0.1. Yeah. Line breaks at 0.4. Tackle, uh, try assists at 0.5. Line break assists at 0.5. I reckon all those last ones are all going to double... And I reckon he'll be back to scoring a try a game. He's back. He's back.
1: Mate, your your passion for him is very infectious. Like, I kind of told you before, I need you to sell him on me. Like, I do think that he's definitely in for an uptick. And my concern, which you actually addressed there, was that kind of reducing kick meters. I hadn't heard that, the Ezra comment. So, that's actually really reassuring. So, to me, if anything, it probably brings him back... To, to neutral, and then you're right. He's th- playing in a much better team, and it's a much better attacking outfit. Yeah. There's
0: but weapons. On the downside, he does lose goal kicking, which will be about four points because he did two gigs because the Warriors hardly scored last year.
1: Well, only for two weeks until Reynolds gets injured.
0: And he loves his off-field issues. He's already got <laughs> into a fight with Fafita last year, last week, sorry, in Gold Coast. I don't know what... It, there's rumours about the eyeliner. Something <laughs> was said. He didn't like it. Or he might have been hitting on Fafita's girlfriend. either or...
1: (laughs) all dangerous. Yeah, it's
0: all dangerous. And it probably would have happened. Walshy, but he's looking good in his pink shorts. He's got his cap. When you turn your... You know your confidence is high when you turn your cap backwards.
1: Oh, mate. I think he's... uh, I also feel that he is that bit of polish that that the Broncos were missing last year where I think he... Like, him at fullback is just going to be really solid because they did have a bit of rotation at one stage on who was playing fullback. So he probably locks up their spine. Um, and I'm with you. You know, I think I think he's a buy. One thing that we were saying as well is that if you've got my love interest, or actually my hot boy, Fling, actually, my other love interest, my real love interest is someone else. But if you got Ponga and Walsh, like, I feel like you can only go with one or the other.
0: I think you've you've got to go with one or the other because their ownership is so high. If you get it wrong, you could get left behind. Yeah, so true. I think... Realistically, I think you have to decide which one you. You can't take risk on both. Yeah, I agree. It's just way too high. But I guess both have. I guess it just depends on who you think is better looking. <laughs> <laughs> what your taste is.
1: It's true. It's all true. I. Um, but yeah, he's he's looking like he's going to be a stud.
0: Yeah, I think so. We had a. We projected him at forty three to forty five. I was being nice. I really projected him at fifty. <laughs> So, it, there is a world that that's a possibility. Yeah, I think so. No, 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 Thanks, no, no. All right. Now, uh, we have Kurt Capor, 517k. Break even at 36. Now, you want to have a little chat about him, Pat?
1: Mate, I just think he's a dud. I like, I like I like his work and his attitude and I feel like over the past few years, especially when he moved to to Penrith, he he developed his game. He had a really good origin series. You know, he always kind of floated between center and the back row. Yep. Um, But for those of you who have been playing fantasy long enough, when he had that dual center back row tag, he was always, you know, he was the trap, really, because he was kind of like, is he going to play there? Is he going to get the minutes? Is he going to give me points? Where now he's no longer a trap because he's established he's going to be the back rower. But he just doesn't produce the output. Like, I just feel that he'll... You know, where he's at right now, which is at about that 38 mark, you know, 38 to 40 is what we've got him currently projected at. Is yeah. pretty much what he gets anyway. And Yeah, it's going to
0: be hard for him to break that 40.
1: Yeah, I just can't see him doing it. And, you know, you and me had a discussion where, oh, maybe he'll he'll reduce down his missed tackles because he misses a lot of tackles, or he did last yeah. year.
0: La- last year was tough, but, because, like, he had a merry-go-round around him, right? Like, True. Mem and Gamble both at six. Then they had Farnworth Lee and... Mariner, I guess the instability on his edge, you'd have to think if they can stay healthy between Mem and Fineworth, he does improve a little bit, especially if he can learn to trust them a little bit better.
1: Well, the thing is, is that if you take a look at his missed tackles the year before when he was in Penrith, which was a cohesive unit, it was still quite high. So, yep. it was still above the three mark. So, I just think that, you know, he just he is what he is. He's a solid enough player, but he's not going to have this massive season where he's going to come out and start scoring fifties every week. He's just going to—he'll have ups and downs. He might score a try one week because he does yeah. run a good line, but I think over the course of the season, he's just going to be what he's at.
0: Yeah, you can't have too many origin players in your team, and I think he just doesn't present enough value to because you know that you might have to trade them out come origin time, right? Yeah, I don't think he's worth two trades.
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree.
0: All right, let's quickly talk about a few things coming out. Just remember, if you haven't yet, please leave us a review on Spotify or Apple. You can join the band on social media. Probably the easiest one is Facebook, Talking League Pod. Now, the Talking League textbook, that is out on January 30, but stay tuned, that might come out a little bit earlier, especially I'm not sure when we're actually bringing this podcast out. So (laughs) it might be out by the time you're actually listening to this podcast. So just head over to Talking League Pod .com or just go to the socials and we will definitely have further information, but it is a comprehensive guide to NRL fantasy. It's about 180 pages, plenty of dribble in there, but there's some good analysis from the boys. Some of them have really ripped in this season. 17 team profiles. We've got predicted round one lineups, season schedules, the rep player analysis. We've got a whopping 391 player profiles. We've got projections, classic and draft recommendations. We've got Q&A with the champs from last year, which was Will, and also 2021 champ Shane. Power rankings for the top 20 players. Our brawl predictions for 2023. And our classic and draft. Paddy's done a really good draft article in there as well, as well as Robbo, Jakey, and Rolls. So they've written up this strategy that she's like, whoa. Like, it is cool. Yeah. So get... Amongst it. Now twenty percent of the profits gonna be donated to Bow Cancer Australia. That's to honor the legacy and contribution of one of the fantasy godfathers. His name was Steve Nichols, who passed away from bowel Cancer a short time ago. Our partners at Game Day Squad are also throwing in free cards. So get behind this the podcast and also a worthy cause. It will retail at nineteen ninety-five. I'll also put available a free 15-page sample so you can have a look before you buy as well. So just get around it, talkingleaguepod.com or just hit us up on the socials. All right, now. Now the guy that we bring in, do you reckon he uses his bounce back when he's making his porno? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man, this goes really well with, um, with foot fetishes, I hear yeah. that song.
0: <laughs> Katoni Staggs, 529k, 37 break-even. Now, Paddy, his 2nd year ACL as well. So, expecting a bit of a performance upgrade. I, I actually do think that Walshie will help him floating around and just take a little bit of the spotlight off him. Like, he hardly scored any tries last... He was very similar to Walshie with a .2 yeah. strike weight last year. We know what potential he has. He's an absolute machine when he gets to his best, man.
1: Mate, he is an absolute weapon. I um, I'm just looking at his stats, and if you take a look at from a 2020, if you remove the the game where he got injured, he did 46 average, and then last year before he did his ACL, which was only a very small, sorry, when he came back from his injury, 50 average. Like the guy, the guy's a beast. Yeah. He is an absolute animal, and I think the the big thing is he's such a fantasy relevant. Type of player where he loves a tackle bust, yeah. And if he can get space one on one, his ability to just make something and make and get a line break is just unparalleled.
0: He's about fifty k too high for me, but I'm three dating him very early, yeah. And I will pick him up in draft very early. The thing is, he's a very good goal kicker too. Yeah, true. he's got a higher strike percentage than both Nico Hines and Matt Burton, who are both first string at their clubs, right? Yeah, he's got eighty percent success rate. Like you said, explosive high tackle breaks. You've got to 3 date in because he still does need to. Once he fixes up his try scoring, he could average in that mid-40s, I think.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's going to be a period where, you know, the Broncos got a really tough opening. So, coming against uh, Penrith and then the Cowboys. Mm. So, there's a, there's a chance that he'll, he'll lose maybe a bit more cash and then he goes into a really golden period. You know, he actually has a really good run of games after that. So yep. there's a potential that we start to see him really unleash.
0: That's, well, you can. Broncos, he probably won't be playing Origin. Like, he didn't really go too well. And New South Wales stacked at full strength, right? True. They got a late buy in round 16. So you could have a little look at him. Like yep. you said, two hard games to start. Put him on a three-day. Maybe that round five, six might be that purchase time. But Man, I like I a bounce back. And made his mate, Herbie Farnworth, if he didn't lose his wing fullback... Mm. I would seriously consider him he was really good at the World Cup
1: yeah I agree and I love Herbie I reckon he's got so much ability Um, and he's just super talented so yeah a bit of a shame there with him
0: Yep. Now, uh, let's go to. Now, so on Cobbo. Now, do you think he kept his jewel because he was just complaining to the fantasy <laughs> guy, people that ran fantasy that he wasn't getting a go by Kevy, that he wanted to be fantasy relevant and be center?
1: Mate, I have no idea. Like, it's so funny that there was so much commentary around how many jewels were purged this year, which is a good thing. Like, it actually is so much more accurate. And then this bloke who didn't play a single game at centre, he keeps his jewel centre wing. I don't understand.
0: It's hard to see where he improves because his uh, try-scoring rate was very high already. Yeah, And you think his work rate wasn't too bad as well. He's a tackle breaker. Just defensively, he doesn't really get involved too much. And I think out on the wing... How long till he just kind of like grows out of that position and maybe gets a little bit of disinterest and he's on a lot of money, man. He is on big, big dollars. I think
1: yeah, he's just he's so reliant on the momentum. Like he's such a momentum kind of guy. So when the Broncos were flying high, he was flying high, scoring tries. And he's a talent. Like he is a talent. He's oh, a no freak. Doubt. So actually I know, found
0: where he can improve. Error. <laughs> he's, got, he's got two. <laughs> two per game.
1: Oh mate. At the start of last year, so before actually it's so funny that before they went on their big run, he was getting six errors per game, four errors per game, six errors per game. And then it was kinda like as his confidence grew and the Bronco, and the Broncos became better, his error rate dropped, and then during their losing streak again, error rate went up. Yep. So again, he's that big confidence player. He I feel like he just feeds off the team's energy. Yeah. So Trapped in terms of, like, where's he going to go? Like, how much many points? But also, if you're sitting there thinking, hey, I don't think the Broncos are going to go that well this year, then <laughs> to avoid... It, yeah, he
0: wouldn't go anywhere near him. No. Let's make some mash money to finish off here, Patty. Let's talk through three players, Blake Moser, Tyson Smoothie, and I'll start with Xavier Willison. Just quickly, he's a young Kiwi. Now, he's got a bit of an opportunity here. It's probably going to be him and Pierre Cura, going for that last interchange spot. spot. is a dual mid-edge at 250k. Now, Kobe won't be seeing the start of the season, unlike you'll be seeing T.C. Rapati either. Now, he averages 35 fantasy points from 43 minutes in the Queensland Cup, so it's quite a strong PPM. Won't be playing huge minutes, but just keep him on the radar. They do rate him quite highly, so just being on the radar for that one. Now, next guy I want to talk to you about, Patty, is Blake Moser, because he's at 230k, break-even at 16. He's like the... Next, kind of Cam Smith mm. made all the Queensland rep teams. Spoken about highly. He's only eighteen years old, man.
1: Yeah, I think um, the the they're missing pieces. Hooker, right? So they've got Moser and um, Smith, who we're going to talk about as well. Yeah. And yeah, massive raps on Moser. I think I, I think that there's an opportunity where one of these two young hookers
0: get a crack, and once
1: they crack in, mm. I feel like they're going to be a, a relatively Solid option. There's definitely cash to be made.
0: Well, it's been identified, right? Like Walters and Pakes will do you a job. Yeah. But to take you to the next level, that's going to be their weakness.
1: Exactly. So look, I, it wouldn't surprise me if they they make a they make a, a run and potentially bolt for round one. But I just feel that, like you just mentioned there, right? Pakes and Walters are kind of the the tried and proven combination. Yeah. They. I just feel like they don't want to rush. They don't want to rush him, right? He's
0: probably not going to be physically ready, right? No. He only played three games from the bench in Queensland Cup last year. He did quite well, averaged 30 in his 45 minutes. But you think if they're not starting him last year, it's going to be hard to think that even with an off-season that he'll be physically ready. If there's injuries, you might see him maybe towards the back end of the season. So just keep that in your black book, Blake Moser. Tyson Smoothie now, he's a very interesting one because he has been around... He's been at the Storm System before, played one starting game where he scored 48 points from 56 minutes against the Dragons. But the biggest thing is he Queensland Cup Player of the Year. Signed as a development player, but that can change very quickly because they've got a couple of spots in their top 30 still to fill. So if he kills it in the trials, they could easily move him up into the top 30 and he can play in round one. But right now he's not in the game, price not quoted. Keep him in your black book to have a look at, look at him in the trials. He'll definitely get plenty of game time. He averaged 60 In his 19 appearances in the 2022 Queensland Cup, he scored four tries, kicked 67 goals, so he can goal kick as well. Even though at Broncos, I think every single player in the team can goal kick. Had 11 try assists, made 10 line breaks, and he had a 95% tackle efficiency. And this is only from running 35 metres. And he...
1: Yeah, he just kind of like, you know another one to come from that Melbourne system, the Melbourne production
0: line. He just seems like hookers. a bit of a weapon in defence, yeah, and think- then he just picks his spot and attack. So
1: yeah, I I I feel like it's almost silly for them not to use one of their remaining spots to to bring him in because he's a he is a hooker. Like yeah. I just feel that you know the problem with running like Pakes and Walters again, they're both halves. And we've seen halves be converted into hookers. I, I understand, yeah. But you still need a a a genuine number nine, like he he provide quite a lot. And as you as you mentioned there, his his base work rate is really impressive. So
0: yeah, super competitive player too.
1: Yeah, is he still not? Is he not in the app because of the development? Because he does exist. Yeah, so
0: games. you have to be in the top thirty to be yeah. in the, the actual. Because Ero uh, at the Sharks isn't in there either. Yeah,
1: sorry. So, yeah, I think that if he does get elevated, I reckon that's almost a a sign that he's going to get round one crack.
0: Oh, he'll be basement level. So, if he's starting round one, you're picking him up.
1: Yeah, 100%. Like, he's a no-brainer.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so. Well, that, Pat, was the Broncos. Plenty of spice in there. Thanks for your comments on that one, brother. No worries, man. I think that's it for the off-season for us. We'll have to do some lives.
1: Yeah, man, 100%.
0: So we'll get involved with that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on that one. The team previews will continue. If you want a copy of the Talking League textbook, just head over to talkingleaguepod.com now. All right, guys, stay safe, and we'll check you soon.